Hey guys, welcome to the show. It's another night with your host, Tony. All right, people, let's get into it. All right. So tonight's episode, we're talking about prenuptial agreements. All right. So what is a prenuptial agreement? Hmm. This is a difficult one. A prenuptial agreement is a written contract between a couple prior to marriage that enables them to select and control many of the legal rights they acquire upon marriage and what happens when their marriage ends by either death or most commonly divorce yeah so I know it's a sour topic for you ladies but you know it's not just for us men it's for you boss ass bitches out there who are making a killing. Alright? It's for everyone. Not just us. But you know <clears throat> let's be real. It's definitely for us. Well, this episode anyway. So the prenuptial agreement is only good because of uh default, you know, marital laws. Okay, they're not up to date, and they're very biased towards men. So, I'm talking about you know division of property, retirement benefits, savings, you know alimony slash spousal support. It's not called alimony anymore, and then of course child support. Now. I've been married. I went through a custody battle before I went through my divorce battle. And yeah, I am the one exception to the rule, I guess. I came out of both battles unscathed, thank God. Um,. I'm not going to get too much into that, to my own uh, cases, but we will as we progress through the show tonight. So, in the words of the great Steve Harvey, who once said, you know, you have plan A, you know, you make the marriage work. You work at it, you know, as it grows, you put real work into it. All right. That's plan A. But these girls, these women, uh, you know, they have plan B, you know, divorce him and cash out, you know. So how can you expect plan A to work if you got plan B? You know what I mean? Like, come on, let's be real. Now there's our, you know, pros and cons to everything. And this is quite, you know, cut and dry. There's no... No bullshit here, guys. You know me. Like, this bullshit-free, all right? Bullshit-free Thursdays, all right? So the pros, you know, you're dividing assets fairly. Okay, that's like the number one, you know? You want to be fair because this is all going to go down in, during negotiations, all right? It can protect you from the other, you know, spouse's debts. If they acquire any debts through the marriage or they... Came into the marriage with any debts, 
you know, God forbid of a separation, you ain't responsible for that debt. Or even, you know, in the you know, event of a death, you know. Let's be real. And you can define protection for pets, heirlooms, you know, and dependents. All right. Now the cons. The biggest one is discomfort or hurt feelings. Because we have to be very conscious of our feelings today. Yeah, fuck that shit. Alright? This is fuck your feelings. Fuck what you heard. Listen to what you're hearing. Alright? And you're talking about future events that might not occur. But that's the whole point is that worst case scenario I have to have you sign this. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, like legit. This is all over the internet. This, These are the actual fucking cons. You know, these are written by women, by the way. So, <laughs> there's no legal ramification for, uh, you know, filing for a prenuptial agreement. <laughs> and women, you know, it's pretty real. They will cry and attack your insecurities when you bring it up. Like, you think I'm a gold digger and you're being such a piece of shit. Like, yeah, they're going to bring up all types of shit. They're going to attack you. They're going to attack you personally. Like, they're going to get into it. Anything for you to turn back and be like, all right, baby, baby, I trust you. I trust you. All right, let's just get married. And you think they're not going to hold this shit against you later on? And that being a deciding factor in why they want to get a divorce later on. Like, come on, be real. It's, you know, for me, it's very simple. You know, if you weren't there when I built it, you shouldn't have any of it. I mean, that's just the way it is. You come or you leave with what you came with. If you came with nothing, you leave with nothing. I mean, yeah, you can work out a payment arrangement, you know, you know, these these things you have to work out. All right. But men, like guys, come on, man. You gotta make it known early on in the relationship that a prenup is to be discussed. If marriage is to ever be discussed. All right. Don't don't pop this, you know, prenuptial agreement bullshit, you know couple weeks before the marriage. You know, you make this shit known at the beginning of the fucking relationship. Alright? So there's no fucking, oh, I'm surprised. Like, no. Now, we're going to talk a lot of, you know, laws and things around about this, you know, strictly about New York, you know, and what what I experienced on a personal level with this. So, like, one of the things when you're doing the prenuptial agreement, you know, when you talk about, you know, valuation of assets, you know, always value them high. If something was 300000 you know, you value it at four or 500000 You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's what you, it's your value of your assets, all right? But let's not forget, you know, 50 to 80% of all first and second marriages end in a divorce, you know? 
And one of the biggest, you know, biggest contributing factors is infidelity. You know, it's the number one cause. Yeah. But then again, 85% of all marriages, women initiate the divorce. Well, that's only because they have plan B. All right. Plan A was definitely not priority. Yeah. It can't be. Not if you have a fucking exit clause guaranteeing you half of everything. You know, that's the state's default, by the way. But my lawyer, who helped me out through all my stuff, um, if you're in the state of New York or Long Island or five boroughs, you know, there is a guy, Matthew J. Marnez. He was my lawyer. All right. He's criminal defense, DWI traffic, all legal matters, family court, everything. This guy is great. All right. He's a realist and he doesn't sugarcoat shit. He tells you how it is and he prepares you for pretty much the worst case scenario of any case. So he's not going to fucking promise you rainbows and pots of fucking gold here. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'll give him a call. 631-796-2745. He's great. He's definitely one of the best that I've ever had the uh, pleasure of working with, actually. So, I consider him a good friend. Believe it or not. Great friend. Hmm. Yes, I know this is going to... See, I was going to have somebody with me on tonight's show. But... Yeah. I didn't see the point, honestly. I wanted this to be, you know... More intimate so I could really discuss this without, you know... Any type of bullshit. Because I take this shit serious. As you should, too. Alright guys, now with infidelity being the number one cause of divorce, there's ways around this and you can use this and put it into your prenup. If there's an infidelity clause in your prenup, you could do that. So if one partner decides to Step out of the relationship, all right, or anything like that. You know, there's a clause. Either you, your division is less, or you get nothing. You know, but have it in there for both parties, all right. Not just for her, for you too. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, I know some of you are already thinking, oh, if there's an infidelity clause, all right, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, but if I want to leave her, all I do is catch her cheating, right? Some pictures, some videos. So let's say you have this prenup. It's sitting in your safe, all right? It's got an infidelity clause in it for both of you, right? And let's say five, ten years, maybe even within the first year, you decided you want to be swingers, all right? You want to do that couple swap bullshit, whatever. It don't matter. Everyone's life is different. 
Well, let's say you, that's something that you want to do. All right. Well, remember that this is in there. So if you're sure, then I would get recorded proof of consent to the situation. So it cannot be used against you later on or by the other party. All right. Have that documented, you know, or at least, you know, you can have your prenuptial agreement always updated. You don't have to update it ever, but the the more rules that are in there, you know, I mean, people evolve, relationships evolve. That's natural. And you know what? I guess it's only right if a prenuptial agreement in that aspect that must evolve as well. But regardless, the only reason you should even have a prenup is if you or both don't have any assets from the start. You can't divide up nothing if you have nothing. So, I mean, that was my whole benefit when I got divorced. I mean, we were together for 12 years, but when we got married... Marriage only lasted five fucking months. All right. That was, you know, when I had to leave and start the whole custody battle, you know, took my sons and everything. Like, you know, I got lucky because there was nothing to divide. There was no marital assets. I mean, it was a small joint account that had, a, you know, a couple thousand bucks in it, but I wrote that off as a loss anyway, so. No big, uh, no big loss there, you know. But having certain conditions, you know, and barriers addressed first will help initiate or alleviate, you know, any doubts for both parties, you know. You gotta have these conditions, you gotta have these barriers, you know, and address it, you know, early on. Yeah. The second a woman feels threatened or disrespected by a discussion of a prenup, you know, let her go immediately. Her only concern is for her own survival and not the relationships. I'm telling you right now. The minute that shit comes up, no matter what time you bring that up in a relationship, it can be on the first fucking date. And she bats an eyelash, yo. I'm not even I'm looking away. Because in my case, I have assets. I have things that I've built. I have things that I've earned, you know, through my first marriage, you know, and being done with that and being able to, you know, really soar and do what I can do, you know, you know, and I'm not going to let someone else take that away from me, you know, it took me. A long time to get back up to where I needed to be. And I'll be damned if someone was going to come over and fucking take that shit away because, you know, she decides that she's bored in the relationship. Or, yeah, yeah, fuck that shit. Not to mention spousal abuse or cheating. 
like I was saying earlier, does not avoid or invalidate the prenup. So if you want, if you ladies want to go and run and lie and say, "Oh, he hit me, he beat me," or whatever the case may be, because you want that prenuptial agreement to be invalidated, like it ain't happening. Because we do have such a thing called no fault marriage or no no default no fault divorce or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Everything's no fault. But like I said, you put that infidelity clause. You know, in case someone cheats or leaves their marriage, even to pursue another relationship, you know, you want that in there. That, okay, you want to leave me and be with this guy? Okay, well, just know that when you do so, you leave with what you came with. That's it. And you try your next hand with that next guy, you know? Good luck. You know, women that have a problem with this shit, you know, that is the red flag. So if you want to see if any red flags pop up, bring up a prenup. But like I said, when signing these papers, man, get it done with the lawyer, all right, and have it recorded officially, and make sure you know to put it in all that record making stuff, you know, that no one is under the influence. Of any drugs or alcohol, and they're not, you know, forced or anything to sign these, you know, agreements. <coughs> because it'll come up, I'm telling you. When I went through my divorce, after I won custody and everything, a year later, I went back to court, started the divorce process. Yo, she knew we had nothing, we have accumulated nothing. She's always told me, that in case we ever got divorced or broke up or whatever, she has her money, I have mine. Like she never, she'd always say that shit. I'll never come after you for that. I don't want nothing from you. Like, there's something that you have that I don't have already, bro. Which I, they are bitter, conniving, spiteful creatures, man. Uh, I shit you not. The minute that shit came up. Because I won custody, the spiteful shit was turned to ten. All right, it, it it broke the dial. She broke the dial, bro. She turned that shit all the way up. She was trying to come after my pension, which she had no right to. You know, not to mention I'm not fucking retired, but she was coming after my future pension, and she was coming after me for alimony, like spousal support. But I'm like, yo, the marriage legit lasted fucking five months. So you want five months worth of spousal support? Like, are you kidding me? And you want five months worth of my retirement? So whatever I accumulated within that five months of marriage? Like... The judges, they laughed at they laughed at this shit. They laughed at her. Like, they thought it was hilarious. I got emails from like in, I mean, Jesus, it was so it was comical. Like the shit she she tried. She then even got pregnant with another child with another man. Who, through my understanding and what people have gathered throughout the neighborhood, 
that told me about this gentleman was that he was a he was illegal. Um, he was from Mexico. I, 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 that's what they were saying. But he has no job regardless. And she got pregnant with his kid. This is like within that year. So by the time that child was born, she then tried to take me to court for child support for that. You know, let me tell you, they she tried every which way to get as much money out of me as possible. And the narcissist in her, you know, she went as far as having another fucking baby. And then, then the this, this shit gets even better. This dude who was, I don't know why he was afraid of me. So she always kept him away from me, which is great because I don't want to see this fucking guy, right? But they must have gotten into a fight and he threatened her with calling me for advice and to help him with his situation for custody. That she went as far as calling me and asking me if her baby daddy called me to talk about our meeting hers and my relationship and how and what I went through and what I did for cut for court. So basically letting me know that they're going through some shit and he threatened her that he was gonna go to me like I'm this fucking guru, you know. But let's be real. That dude should have came at me within the first week of finding out the truth about her and she being actually married at the time of their relationship. You know, it's a very, very messed up thing. But I was gone, you know, before any of that. But, dude, that's crazy. But she tried to come after me for everything. She saw that fucking gravy boat, fucking money train leaving. Yeah. She tried desperately to hang on. Well, that's what they do. So you gotta be, you gotta be aware. Now, also, be very aware that commingled. Assets. This is something funny that I found. Okay. Commingled assets. What is that? Now, a commingled asset is simple. If you get an inheritance, all right, or a trust, or whatever the hell you want to call it, all right, you get you get inherited money. Let's say it's a uh, hundred thousand, right? That's not really considered a marital asset because it was left to you and you alone but if you put that money let's say it was 200,000 right you put that in a joint account with your wife at the time you're married right and there is no prenup protecting you or your heirlooms or your inheritances and all that stuff you know that becomes a marital asset, that joint account. Depending on how long the money's in there, I'm sure. But my estimate is it's going to be in there for quite a while. Okay? So the minute you do that, that's considered a commingled asset because it's jointly owned or you, you know, become partnered in something or co-signer of something. <laughs> Yeah, gold mingled assets. 
Be aware of those. Especially if you have a prenuptial agreement. You don't want to commingle your assets. That's why I always had a rule. All right. I got my money. You got yours. Okay. I have my bank account. You have your bank account. Now, if we were living together and bills had to be paid, there is an account that we can use mutually to pay for rent and stuff. And it's documented and everything like that. Okay. You guys can both chip in for bills, or if you know if you're not working, I mean, then, then there's no reason to even have access to a joint account if you're not working and putting money into it. Um, <coughs> never put your spouse's name on your own bank account, especially your main one that you've had before you've been married. Don't do it. Don't. <clears throat> another another funny fact from what I found is that let's say you're around your mid forties, early fifties, right? Let's just say that things aren't working out, right? You want to get a divorce. Now this is specifically for f- couples, you know, considered fifty years and old and older. All right, 50 years and up. It's called a gray divorce. Now, a gray divorce is only, you know, I'm sure you can assume gray. You know, you got to be quite old. But yeah, that's exactly what it is. So a gray divorce is a couple above the age of 50, you know. But the only fucked up thing about a gray divorce is that those divorces are extremely more complex Duly so because of the commingled assets, the amount of commingled assets. Because especially back in the day, I mean, if you're in your 50s or 80s now, you know, it was very wise to put everything in your wife's name back in the day because women got a better rate with things back then. So like houses, cars, all that was always put in the wife's name because you always got a better rate. But that was then, this is now. (laughs) But another cool fact, as far as religions are concerned and divorce rates, born-again Christians account for 33% of the old divorces. 33%. One of the highest divorce rates is among born again Christians and Catholics. You know. But damn. That was a funny fact. But another misconception I said in the beginning. Get a lawyer when you're doing this prenuptial agreement stuff. Always have a lawyer there. Usually the one with the most money or who has the most to lose in the event of a death or a divorce would um, hire the the lawyer. I mean, I gave you a very, very good one in the beginning of this podcast. But, yeah, you do this, all right? 
You don't need an attorney to draft your own prenuptial agreement, but it's very wise to have it done professionally with almost no error. So pay the fee. And the fee? That can be between 500 and 1500 But that depends on you. All right? You can't put a price on peace of mind. All right? Do it. And another misconception with prenuptial agreements is that you don't need to do it before the wedding. All right? Prenuptial, prenuptial agreement or whatever the hell you want to call it at that point. <coughs> I know that's another name for it, but excuse me, I just haven't written that one down. Um, yeah, but uh, you can you can draft one any point after the marriage. You know, just not like I wouldn't do that that way. I mean. I'll get her to leave your ass right then and there. You know what I mean? Like you bring up a pre, you bring up something like that in the middle of a marriage, and her state, your state's default is that you get everything split down the middle. Yo, she's leaving her ass right then and there. I don't give a fuck. She's like, I already have by default with nothing, with no agreement, I get half of everything. And then she and then you come at her with this like I keep all my assets, you keep all your assets, and she knows she ain't got shit, and you got everything, bro. Come on, get that shit. Forget I even said that shit, yeah, for real. Forget I even said that shit. Do not do that. Get that prenuptial agreement before, you know, get that get every all that done before the wedding. Okay. But make that shit an absolute 100. Okay? Make that shit an absolute first date. She talks about marriage. Because every girl does. It's always like a first date thing. Talk about what are your views on marriage? Prenup. Oh, no? Uh, all right. See you later. Y'all yeah, get hers to go. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Because you're hoping for the best, but you're definitely prepared for the worst. All right, that's it. That's all it is. But it ain't just for you, fellas. All right, it's for you women too. You know, you got a lot of women out there that are the breadwinner. All right, and uh, yeah, there's no denying that. So this is for you guys too. All right. But it's definitely something that's been, you know, whispered about in a few other podcasts and shows and on social media. But, you know, I don't think anyone's really tackled it really or has talked from a place of personal experience with this shit like I have. But the general rule is... With me, at least, in marriage. You leave with what you came with. Fuck you. The fucked up future you. Okay? <laughs> Not the you now, obviously. But, yeah. You leave with what you came with. That's it. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit. 
That's just the way it is. I'm not giving you that, you know, shiny exit. All right. That shiny half exit. All right. It's like, oh, if it don't work, you know, I don't have to give it. I don't have to give this relationship my everything because I got this exit strategy, you know? Yeah. Fuck that. I locked that shit down. Okay. There's no fucking exit strategy. Right? The great Steve Harvey. How can you expect plan A to work? If you always got plan B. (coughs) I will leave you with that. And I'm sure on the next show, I'm pretty sure that we'll uh, talk about this more. This is definitely something that needs to be discussed further. I mean, I just wanted to get this out there, get you guys this information. It's very, very important. Divorces are on the rise. All right. We're looking at almost 80% of all first and second marriages. All right. And then a divorce. And that's within the first year. All right. The first fucking year. I mean, mine was only five months. But Jesus, that was within the first year. (laughs) Shit ain't funny. I mean,. I didn't even have I wasn't even talking about no prenup stuff because we had nothing so it was retorted but in my case I probably should have had one because within that year you know I accumulated some wealth considered wealth because I was working like I started a good job so Always have that in mind. Even if you have nothing. You know. You always get something. You're working. But. I think it's very important. Especially in today's day and age. Divorces are on the rise. You know, women got a warped sense of fucking reality and what, you know, what a marriage is and what it takes to live with somebody. Like, seriously. I mean, before that's even a fucking thing. You truly don't know somebody unless you live with them. And I'm not talking about a few months. If your marriage is two years and, you know, people are like, oh, you should know if you want to marry that person within that first two years. Like, no, no, no. Be with that person for two years, but don't factor that in until you live with them for an actual two years, at least. Like, if you could learn to live with those flaws of that person, because everyone's got flaws, especially when you women get comfortable. When you get comfortable in a relationship, man, that's when you stop trying so hard. 
I'm talking about cleaning. I'm talking about personal hygiene. Everything. Just you get lazy as fuck because you're comfortable. All right, guys, we do it too. You know, but I'm telling you, you'll know well within that two years if you want to marry that person or be like, yo, you need to. Yeah, I'm sorry, you need to bounce. <laughs> But yeah, every girl I've ever dated, even the one I'm dating now, they all know and they all know. Prenup. up. That marriage talk came up as soon as I told them that I was once married and I got divorced. And the way that came out and how I'm doing now and everything like that. Like, that shit comes up, prenup comes up. Like, I won't do nothing without a prenuptial agreement. Shit. You don't even have to get a fucking... You don't need to get married nowadays. You can get something that's called co-habitat. Co-habitat or whatever the hell it's called. Man, you don't need to get married. That way you both keep everything. Because in the end... It's both a contract. You got a marriage contract, but that's okay, right? That contract, you can you could you can talk about that all day long. All right, we're supposed to be okay with that contract, but when we talk about a prenuptial agreement and that contract, now we're calling you gold diggers and we're calling you scumbags and we're planning our divorce before we even get married. You damn fucking right, because you know what. It's a business. It's a business deal at the end of the day. It comes down to money and assets. That's all it is. Because when you talk about marriage, you're talking about your default clause in that marriage when we separate or get divorced. And because almost all states are no fault, you automatically get half of everything. If not more. Okay? Okay. And that goes by, you know, who makes more money. So. Screw that. Keep it fair. Keep it simple. Negotiate. Go back and forth with your prenuptial agreements. Do it in front of a lawyer. If, you, you know, you could talk to one lawyer. All right. Or you could have your own. It don't matter. You got the money to swing it. Do it. If not, just all you need is one lawyer to write it up. But. That's an intimate conversation that you guys should both have in the privacy of your own home. Write it down. You know, pour that glass of wine. Talk about your future. All right? And discuss this shit like adults because it's a business deal in the end. Because you don't know if you're going to have kids, if you don't have kids already, you know? You're talking about what ifs. All right? It's a worst case scenario. But you're both going to be okay. Alright? Because if you talk about this shit early on, let me, let me be real with you ladies. If you're if you're a man telling you that he wants a prenup, right? And you really sit down before you start throwing insults and crying and doing all that, you know, extra bullshit. Sit down. Because you know what? At that moment right there, he loves you. He wants you. He wants to be with you. He cares about you. He doesn't want to see you hurt. 
So when you start negotiating, I promise you it's going to be fair. All right? Just be adults about it. Take a deep breath. Don't let your anxiety and your ego and fears get in the way. All right? Fuck about, you know, fuck what society says about it. Fuck your friends. The hell with your family. This is between you and your family, the family you're creating. All right? <coughs> you're serious enough to talk about marriage? You're serious enough, serious enough to talk about the prenup? Because the state's default is fucked up. Every state. All right? And you want to talk about child support and custody and all that stuff, too. You're going to put that in there, too. Because I tell you this. I had a custody battle, right? I was one way. That was out of the way. Done. I got custody. Everything was written down. was written down. Good. Then we got divorced. Well, no. First, she appealed it. Appealed the first custody battle. Went to the Supreme Court. They again ruled in my favor. So that appeal, done. So then we got to the divorce, right? That went... um, Yeah. I won by default. She never appeared for any any of the hearings or anything like that. So I won strictly by default. It just took a little longer. Um... And then that went to the Supreme Court because it went went through default. So they were just like, this is what the guy wants. This is what's fair. Okay, done. End of deal. Divorced. She gets nothing because there's nothing there. So everything was a clean break. Everything. I mean, she does pay child support, but that's that's, that's, that's not the point here. But it was a clean break. Now, with... The, the divorce, all that custody, child support, all that stuff is in that Supreme Court uh, divorce hearing, like that final thing. So when you want to make a um, an adjustment to that, you got to go to the Supreme Court for the divorce. You can't go back to family court with the last person that dealt with the whole custody and child support thing. That's no longer their jurisdiction now. That's now all that what they did is now become a part of the, the divorce hearing. So that order, so that court order is now the current one. So the court thing is very tricky. I'm telling you, you can get lost in that shit. I'm sure I've, I already lost you on that one, but I'm telling you. You doing anything like this, you want to get a lawyer involved. I'm telling you right now. You'll regret you'll regret it if you don't. You can have something written up on a piece of paper, but bring it to a lawyer and get it done professionally. Get it recorded. That way he's asking the right questions. Like, are you under the influence of any drugs or alcohol? Are you coerced in any way? Are you threatened in any way to sign this? Like you're asked you're asked all these questions. All under oath, and it's on the record. So, 
So you can't be like, oh, he put a gun to my head and told me he'd do this if I didn't sign. Or no, nah, you you bring that shit up right then and there in the courtroom, or in front of the, the lawyer. All right. And then back the shit out of like back the shit up. Like you get that prenuptial agreement signed. Yo, you put that shit in your safe. You back it up on the cloud. You send it to your best friend. You send it to your fucking grandma. She puts it under the mattress. You save that paper. You man. You put that shit in the safety deposit box. And you need a fucking blood sample, hair sample, urine, sperm. Fucking open that shit. Keep that shit safe. <laughs> and on that note, I'll leave you guys. All right? Take care. Be safe out there. Do the right thing. And yeah. You know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this now. <laughs> <laughs>